Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that shaking head, bobblehead looking son of a bitch is Tim, <laughs> and we talk about horror movies on this show. And this episode. Whoa, 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 whoa I thought nice. that was. That is a vehicle, but it almost felt like the, the reality was ripping apart and you were going to get sucked out of the window or something. Um, it's definitely a helicopter. Oh, it's a helicopter? Uh, Alright, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just a pers- someone's on the loose I literally like a weekend or two ago like no joke there was literally a helicopter just circling my apartment and like cops like had the street blocked off like outside my window like I peeked outside my window and I saw like a cop just in the middle of the street and then like I didn't want him to see me so like oh, I poked my head down but Tim you realise that's really suspicious if you happen to notice you poking your head down <laughs> yeah that well that, that, that's why I ducked out of the way I didn't want him to see me <laughs> Yeah, but if like, you just stand I don't, there, I don't live in a great neighborhood, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if you just stand there watching, like it probably knows that you're, you know, not the one they're looking for because you're just kind of watching. True. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't care that they see you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, Tim, is don't, don't, don't antagonize the, 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 the police. I think that's the idea. Listen, learn. I just, I would be, I would be really <laughs> upset if anything ever happened to you. If I was in jail, you'd love it. <laughs> There could be tears. <laughs> so, anyway, this episode we are talking about a sequel to a movie we did last month uh, during the Octoberthon. Uh, it was another franchise that we kickstarted, and I feel like I can't say kickstarted anymore because now you think of the website. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we did Friday the Thirteenth. So this is going to be Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Uh, I like that it's actually Part Two. It's not like Friday the Thirteenth Two. They actually, it is Part Two. Well, it's, it's like they're trying to fill us into thinking they actually had a plan for like all the parts that they were going to do, <laughs> and it was like a set thing. And you know, they keep the part. The part is there until number eight. I mean, they change numbering. It switches from you know regular to Roman numerals uh, for the the fifth one. Although the fourth one doesn't, doesn't even have a number, uh, but then the fifth one has Roman numerals up until eight. But it's always part. It's always well, I, I guess again, except four because it doesn't have anything. It's just final Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. But. Uh, that yeah. is infuriating. <laughs> uh, it's just really annoying. But then it switches to Roman numerals. But the part is always there. So we're, we're, we're led to believe that the first eight of these movies were all planned as one epic saga. <laughs> oh, you didn't remember uh, back in uh, the 80s when Kevin Feige uh, <laughs> told everyone about his, uh, uh, was it Phase 1 <laughs> Friday 13th? Phase one, and then phase two just kind of withered and died and didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Jason goes to hell, just kind of killed it. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to talk about Friday the 13th Part 2, and obviously we're doing one of these uh, every month, give or take, until we've done the franchise. So Every second. month that has a Friday in it. So. <laughs> That's true. I can't, I, can't, I can't dispute that that statement is true. Yes, every month that we do one of these, we'll have a Friday in it. At least four of them, in fact. <laughs> The occasional no. one even has five. Mm-hmm. We call that a bonus. <laughs> so, so that's what we're, we're going to do. We're going to have that. So we'll start off spoiler free, and we'll give you warning before we go into spoilers, and that's what we're going to do. So, uh, I, I guess I mean I'll describe the plot. So the survivor of the first movie is quickly dispatched. I don't think that's a spoiler in the opening scene, and then we come to a new camp, which is on the same lake as Camp Crystal Lake. But it is not uh, the same camp. It's like down down the water a bit. And this camp is five years later. Which, by the way, this is something I want to do as we go through these. I want to keep track of what year we're supposed to be on. Based on... Because the first movie is 1980. 
This movie came out in 1981, but it says it's set five years later. So for the record, Friday the 13th Part 2 is set in 1985, right? Okay. I want, you, I want you to remember that, because I want to count up all the five-year layers and stuff we get throughout this franchise, because I'm pretty sure by the time we get to like the 7th or 8th, we should be in the 2000s, but we're not. Does it Does it specifically say in the first one that it is taking place in the present, like when the movie came out? Yeah, because it, 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 you have the flashback at the start, and then it cuts okay. to present day, and it says Friday the 13th, uh, whatever, 1980. Oh, okay, okay. So Interesting. That's the thing it does. I, I remember it doing that... Uh, Maybe it doesn't say the year, but I definitely remember it coming up saying what the date was. Uh, yeah, Which, by the way, it's funny, because in the first movie, I had commented that no one ever actually mentioned it's Friday the 13th, but in this oh, yeah. one, uh, the guy telling the story <laughs> does actually say, oh, it all happened that Friday the 13th. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, someone acknowledged it, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're opening up this other camp, uh, and they're doing counsellor training before the camp opens for two weeks down the lake. And, of course, uh, Jason, in this one, not his mother, is around and killing people. And that is kind of the plot of the movie. That's all you really need to know before we get to spoilers. So, I'll ask the question. Tim, I've obviously seen these before. I've seen all of these before. Do you enjoy Friday the 13th Part 2? So, uh, I, you know, like we said in the last review, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the first one. It's okay. Um... And I remember not being crazy about this one either, but uh, rewatching it the other day, I was actually kind of like pleasantly surprised. I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty good. I still feel like it's not quite there yet. Like it's still not what I want the series to become exactly, but I, I think it works. I, I think it has some pretty fun kills. Uh, um, you know, the characters are all pretty likable, and uh, you know, it's definitely like a, a good slasher I, I was i was i was surprised i thought i was gonna be a little more down on it than i was um yeah i i like it a lot actually i i feel like there's definitely elements of it that aren't quite afraid of the 13th yet in terms you know obviously the yeah. hockey mask and all things but having said that i actually really enjoy baghead jason and i think yeah. what i would give this movie compared to the rest of the franchise is this one may actually have the best kind of horror of the franchise and what i mean by that is the final um you know the final girl chases if you will uh that whole sort of last like 15 20 minutes of the movie i actually think has a lot of creepy little moments with you know i love the like kind of setting of it like some of the you know let's just say some of the stuff that they run into uh, i think is really really done and yeah has a very creepy aesthetic yeah uh like just just sometimes you'll see like jason with his bag head like uh, like just through a window somewhere in the background, or you'll be running around with his pitchfork. And I thought the chase scene was really well farmy. Yeah, c- compared to like the chase scene at the end of the last movie, where I, you know, I, I thought it was quite weak overall. You know, with uh, Mrs. Palmer chasing after uh, Alice, but this one here, when, when he's chasing, well, I won't spoil it, I guess, because we're not spoilers yet. But <laughs> uh, but when he's chasing the final girl, I feel like like it's actually kind of creepy. It's well done. Like when she's hiding around the car and she's hiding in the, the cabins or whatever, like, all of it's kind of creepy, and, like, him running around with that, that bag on his head is actually quite good. Like, as much as I think there's better movies in the franchise later that are more fun, I actually think yeah. in terms of a horror movie, this one actually, at least the last, like, 25 minutes, I think is probably the best that the series ever actually got at horror, which is kind of weird, but... Uh, I, so Yeah, I, I think you're kind of hitting it on the, you know, the <laughs> hitting on the head there, like... On the back head. <laughs> like when i think of you know like when I, when I think of the series in my head i have kind of a 
you know, like a, a vision, a feeling of it. And yeah, it is the tropiness and the, you know, hockey mask and the kind of big, you know, uh, slow, like lumbering oof, you know, that yeah, is J- Jason. J- Jason's running around in this one. Yeah, it, it, he actually, he feels more like an actual person, um, which, yeah, maybe that's not what I want when I think of the series as a whole, but I think it works in this. And um, yeah, it, and it does actually come off like uh, probably maybe the best horror wise. Uh, it, oh. it you know makes it actually feel like a little more tense and a little more like there's actually stuff at stake as opposed to I feel like the other ones where it's more like you know, kind of like popcorn. Um, yeah, you're almost rooting for yeah. Jason in the, the, the yeah. later movies, and you're just kind of having fun with the kills. I, I think the kills are kind of... I think there's some decent kills in this one. There's one in particular that's spectacular. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think a lot of them, they're, they're cut off a little bit too quick. I always thought... Like, I feel like a lot of them, as soon as they happen, it, it fades to white. Like it's, it's kind of this thing this movie does. Every time there's a kill, it fades to white before it goes to the next yeah. scene. And some of those I feel like came in a little bit too quick. Like it wouldn't give me like a second to really appreciate the fact that this person just died. It just cut really quickly. Um, <laughs> I can see that. But uh, so, some of them are okay. Uh, I think the characters are better than this one, the first movie. I feel like more of them are oh, memorable. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the jokes of characters kind of okay. It's a little annoying, but yeah, not horrible. Yeah, they don't shuffle in your face though. So he's he's, he's kind of yeah. fine. Alice, the, the 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 main girl, she. Has a bit more attitude. She's kind of like given the, uh, the, the 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 head counselor who's like training everyone. She's given him a hard time. She's showing up late to the the you know the the the, the initial meeting that everyone's having on orientation Don't day. You, please tell me you got final girls vibe from that introduction scene. I I actually kind of did. I mean, it wasn't as over yeah. the top as final girls when 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 that character entered, but it was kind of that way. It's just she comes in the car think, late, yeah. yeah. I think it's because we just watched it. Like I couldn't help but you know every now and again seeing like oh hey yeah it kind of reminds me of this movie well, what's actually quite funny is um I, i've not played it myself because I, I don't really like multiplayer video games but the friday the 13th game is like you know it's out and about just now and i've seen some other people play it and what's funny is like the house the building in this one is really recognizable to me now because that's one of the main maps in the game like because oh. <laughs> uh, nice. there's one like based on two so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool but the yeah like i, I think she's got a, a nice attitude to her she has more of a character than Alice did, I think, in the first one. Um, and I think the other characters are, you know, like, you've got, uh, what's the guy in the wheelchair? Mark. Mark, and then the girl who's into him. Like, they're kind of, you know, relatively likable. I mean, it's just kind of, like, basic courtship. Like, she's kind of into him, and uh, they're befriending each other. And then you've got the, the other couple that are around, the guy with the hat and his big frizzy-haired girlfriend. And, like, she's really curious and wants to go check out this camp where something went down. Like, they're not great characters. It's not super deep stuff, but... I feel like I remember them a lot better than this one than I did um, oh, with that, the with first that. movie. I mean, sure, you remember Kevin Bacon because he's Kevin Bacon, but like, if, if he wasn't Kevin Bacon, you wouldn't remember that character. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I did actually like the opening scene, uh, which, yeah, we see you know what happens to the girl at the end of the first movie. And, um, and I actually thought it was pretty nice to see her back, and I actually thought that scene was really effective as uh, you know in terms of horror and some... Yeah, you know, kind of nice, quiet tenseness and creepiness. yeah, yeah, it has more style. Um, like there's a moment. It's actually a very Halloween-esque moment. Uh, I'm thinking from um just the first couple of Halloween movies, but mm-hmm. you see like a kid playing outside at night in the street, and his mum shouts him back in, and then you just see these grown-up feet kind of walk into the frame, and it falls. It was, it was a oh, very yeah. kind of, and I think right away it's, it's doing something different from the first movie because the first movie you never even saw the killer's feet. I don't think not until 
like later. Whereas in this one, they're still they're, they actually hide what Jason's look looks like for most of the movie. In fact, his entrance later on is one of my favorite moments in the film when you first see see him in his baghead glory. Uh, yeah. It's actually a really well done moment, but. Just right away, it's like there's more of a sense of style compared to the first one. So I, th- I think just in terms of direction, it's just a better movie uh, compared to the first one. Um, I mostly like the opening scene. Uh, it is a bit of a shame to just like kill off the the, the per- you know the survivor from the last movie. Yeah, that that was <laughs> sad. But admittedly, we mentioned this in the first review, but the, 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 there was some real world reasons for that. Like the, the actress wanted to like just do one scene and go. Oh. Right. But, oh, but, I forgot yeah. that that was this movie. Yeah, because she uh, she was getting stalked in real life by some you know creepy fan of the first one. So, uh, so you can't you can't blame it for it. You can't blame her for <laughs> that. But like, yeah. uh, it just it's you know to take that out of the equation, like it always annoys me in other slasher sequels when they, they do this. It's just this one happens to have a good reason for it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, yeah. Uh, but no, it's most well done. My only real complaint about this opening scene is the ridiculous amount of flashbacking in the dream to the end of the first movie. Oh, sure. You see yeah. about a solid five minutes of the, the first movie's ending uh, at the start of this movie. <laughs> and admittedly, I get at the time of release, it had been a year for audiences who'd seen the first one in the theatres, and they may be like, okay, it's good to have a recap, but when you're either familiar with the series a lot already, or in this case, we only watched the first one last month, it's like, no, come on. Guys, it's chop it yeah, up, make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I guess this was probably to a, at a point where I don't I don't know if like video stores were around that much then. It might have been hard to you know like rent this on home video or something. That maybe they, were, they felt the need to show people. They, they were. I mean, eighty one. I think uh, yeah, VHS and beta were definitely things. I I don't know. Yeah. You know, like how huge they were yet. I think they were pretty huge though. I feel because they started in the late seventies. I think. Okay. So, uh, if I recall, I, I think this was around the real boom of it. Especially maybe not so much for buying because tapes used to cost a fortune, but for renting yeah. that uh, stuff was that was quite big at the time. Uh, I, I seem to recall ET being like one of the biggest rented things of all time when it came out in VHS. So that was a year after this. So that makes sense. So, so it's in the it's in the time range, but okay. yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, you're not far removed from a time when people just couldn't rent things. You know, and see them at home whenever they wanted. Did they dial yeah. see them in TV randomly at some point or whatever? Um, so, but yeah, so, so you, you got better direction, and uh, the opening scene is pretty good. Uh, if I was to criticize the, the movie, I, I would maybe say there's not a whole lot of progression for the characters. You know, once they arrive at the camp to when like the final big act starts going down. There's not really that much that progresses between the two points. We just kind of get to know a lot of the characters and then they start dying. Which, I, I know that sounds just like a slasher movie, but I, I guess what I'm, I'm saying is it feels like there's no build to it, really, and it just starts happening. It's not a big deal, but it was just kind of something I was noticing uh, this time, more, more than more than usual, I guess. Yeah, I, I can see that. I guess um, it would have been nice to maybe have a little more. It, it didn't bother me too much, I, I guess. You know, probably because... With this type of movie, you know, you're maybe not expecting. Oh you know, yeah, sure. That much. I, I, um, I, I think I just mean in terms of the build because it gets to this point where the, the head guy is like, "Hey, everyone, do you want a last night in the town?" And a lot of the people leave and go to like a casino bar thing in town, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now everything starts going down. But it, it kind of feels like it's just a switch flipped, and it's like, okay, it's time to start killing a lot of people now, <laughs> as oh, opposed oh, to okay, yeah. as, a, as opposed to escalating like gradually throughout the movie it kind of not that there's no kills in that that section there is there's one or two but 
uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a small complaint, because I actually really like this one a lot, I actually think this is a, like, top, well, I'm not going to spoil, because we're going to rank okay. them when we finish, so I think we'll, we'll okay. keep that to ourselves, but I feel like this is this is fairly high up there, uh, in terms of the, the, the movies. Um, I guess I'll give a spoiler warning, and we can talk a bit more freely about uh, what's, what's going on in the movie. Uh, so full spoilers for Friday the 13th Part 2. So, yeah, I actually think it's funny. I, I just mentioned that a lot of the camp or a lot of the councils go into town to get drunk and whatnot. It's actually kind of funny that most of the people at the camp actually survive, including the jokester, the, the comedy character who like pranks them at the start with towing their, towing their truck. And then later on, he's the one who jumps out at the fire, you know, around the campfire when he's telling the story about Jason. Oh, right. Um, yeah. He actually just is away during all the killing and is fine. Like, he <laughs> survives. Everyone else survives. It's only the characters who stayed behind and then, uh, yeah, just the ones who stayed behind and then, like, old Ralph, old crazy Ralph, who oh. comes back to get killed, gets, gets strangled around a tree. Yeah, I was actually pretty happy to see him. That was the same actor from the first movie, right? Yeah, yeah, same guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was a that was a happy little surprise to see him on screen, and then uh, yeah, I was a little bummed that he died. Yeah, um, I, I think I think they kind of had to kill him. Though. It was going to get really repetitive if he, if he kept showing up every year, but like, sure, yeah, or every five years, I should say, given what we've been told. Like it's got a death <laughs> curse. You're all doomed. They were doomed too. Uh, so no, this is fun stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of my favourite moments in this movie is, so, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jenny, which is Amy Steele's character, the final girl, and the head guy. They, they, they've came back early from being out, and they come back to, to camp, and some of the killings have started, and she sort of goes up to the room in the main house, and comes into this bedroom where the, the couple uh, have been, you know, speared, uh, you know, two, two for one. You got a two for one kill with them. And... He's actually lying in the bed. He gets up, and this is how they reveal what he looks like. He sits up, just pulls the sheet down, and he comes towards the camera, and he's got his sack head on. And like, I just think it's a really effective moment. It just it feels super imposing the way he's coming towards her. It's actually genuinely really creepy. Yeah, I don't know. That was well done. <laughs> I, I, I like the whole. I, hope, I think the whole like the last twenty minutes is really well directed for the most part. Uh, all, all of the hiding, the hand coming in the car when she's trying to get away in the car, and. Uh, you know, heading around the car and seeing him in the background, kind of looking around for her, uh, but not quite mm-hmm. finding her. Uh, everything with the pitchfork and all that shenanigans. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's really interesting just seeing Jason act uh, this way because it, it is so different from what he becomes known for like later in the movies. But uh, yeah, he feels much more like an actual person. You know, like he, you know, he's kind of faster and you know doesn't seem to just kind of appear out of nowhere like you get us like you, you get more of a physical sense from him i feel like than uh you do in other movies yeah you feel more, more of the actual rules of you know physics and <laughs> nature uh, yeah. apply here uh than maybe some of the later movies do and that that's okay but uh and obviously this has the famous scene where she finds like his mother's head in the cabin and she puts on her her sweater and like trying yeah. tricks, I was like, "Mother's talking to you, Jason. Mother's <laughs> talking to you." <laughs> yeah, I, I thought all that stuff was a uh, really effective, and like just, um, you know, I, I think it's kind of takes it to another level where, you know, you have what you think of as the you know slasher movies, like being out in the woods and you know chasing these teens down stuff, but then, um, you know, being in this like kind of you know 
cave area with this like head and like almost like a little um like you know altar set up for it it gives it almost like a like kind of a creepy gothic vibe to it or Ooh. something which I, I i really dig it's like oh this is neat and interesting and you know kind of something we don't often you know see in these types of movies and uh yeah it's like there's a real cool like a uh, tone about it yeah and when jason gets stabbed with the machete he gets stabbed right in the shoulder and it actually goes down yeah. quite deep it's like sticking out like here <laughs> uh, and it's actually it's like, oh man that's like a proper deep 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 cut they've cut right through your shoulder blade uh, which is which is pretty cool. They do the big fake out at the end, of course, where he comes jumping through the window. It maybe doesn't quite match the scare on the boat from the first one. Yeah, but it, it still it, it fits in tone because they, they do the fake out with the puppy. The, the dog comes is the, oh, at the door. Yeah. Uh, Muffin, it, it, I believe, is the yeah. the dog. Uh, yeah, that is, I feel like that is, that is way too sweet for this movie. Like the mm-hmm. music was so like sugary <laughs> sweet with that. Uh, that was hilarious, but uh, so now I do like the baghead look. But how do you feel about his actual face? Yeah, a bit over the top. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Aye. a little little much. Like I, I mean, I think it's one thing if you want to give him like a weird ghoulish, you know, like uh, corpsey kind of looking face or whatever. That's fine. But this it's if it's like so big and, and massive and. Uh, yeah, it's a little much. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, here, here's a weird complaint, which doesn't bother me that much, but I just he did it twice in this movie, and it really bugged me. He used the back of the machete instead of the front to kill people, and I thought it just looked weird, okay. uh, <laughs> especially the second one, because the first one he, he slits the guy's throat who's hanging upside down. You know, the, the pervert who was like stealing the the girl's clothes. Oh, they got uh, caught in the trap. He got caught in the trap. And he, he slashes his throat with the back of the machete. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It doesn't really matter what side you use for that, I guess. Uh, I'm assuming... I've never handled a machete myself, but I assume the back is pretty sharp as well. Uh, yeah. But that then seems- then later on, the best kill in the movie, he, he stabs a guy in the wheelchair with the back mm-hmm. of the machete into the face. And it's really cool how it just kind of sits in his face. But I'm like, why the back? Why not the, the front? It's designed <laughs> to be the, the, the cutting part. It just it felt weird to me. I'm like, why does it... Yeah. You know, it, 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 they try to like you know subliminally say Jason's kind of backwards, so he uses the machete backwards. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, uh, dead guy in wheelchair does roll down the stairs, and it is fantastic. Yeah. So that that is your favorite kill, right? You're saying obviously, before. yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that uh, it 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 is amazing. <laughs> the yeah, it, it's so visceral, and then it lasts so long. Like, then you see him like falling you know, backwards, like, on the wheelchair down the stairs, and it, it doesn't, it, it just feels like it lingers so long on the shot, and then, yeah, just the, the sense of, like, helplessness and, and stuff in it is yeah, really J- well done. Jason, don't discriminate. He'll kill you regardless <laughs> of, of who you are. Uh, and I was like, I think they did a decent little job of uh, kind of just making his like him a little bit, because he... Oh, yeah. I, I, obviously, he's, he's a little willy won't with the girl and her, like, sort of liking him. That was all nice and stuff. I think they actually nailed, and I say this as someone who grew up in a house with someone in a wheelchair, that his attitude where he doesn't want help because he, he wants to prove he can do it himself, that's a very real sort of little touch to him. I feel like a lot of people in wheelchairs like to feel that way, like to prove that they can do things themselves. They don't, they don't want to feel like they're always needing help for things. Uh, so they kind of nailed that, uh, which I thought was, was well yep. done. I thought they did a good job. Like they weren't over the top with it, because you know sometimes like yeah they they try to go for like a big dramatic effect where he's like no I can do it myself. But no, it, he was like a very casual guy. Like he'd be talking to yeah. the girl and she'd 
ask a dumb question and he'd be like well i mean obviously blah 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 and it's like oh this actually feels like very real the the way they're talking and stuff yeah and even even the point because he's like his legs are paralyzed and she's like so is it just the legs is everything yeah. else okay <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he knows what she's asking at that point and he's like oh okay i know where this is going yeah i'm gonna <laughs> so like that yeah, it, it was it was well i mean it wasn't again it wasn't super deep but in a, in a nice simple level which sometimes slasher movies do not achieve <laughs> uh, yeah it, it works so uh I, th- I think that's i think that's cool um yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I like the uh, the sheriff who gets the hammer on the head. You know, the back of the hammer, the claw part, okay. and 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 his and his forehead. I think that's a good little kill. Again, going for the back. <laughs> uh, no, that one I get though, because that's a pointier side. <laughs> I, I get true. that one. Uh, but the, I I I really like the uh, the opening kill too. Again, the you know the girl from the first movie. Yeah. Um, just the it's you know it, it's not really like you know too big or anything but just him like driving the knife into her head it's like so slow I'm, that it maybe i'm wrong here but i i, I thought that was a screwdriver maybe i'm misremembering that. oh uh yeah you might be right yeah. i think it was pretty thin but uh yeah like the way he just drives it though into her head that i like it's you know there's something i feel like it's kind of creepy about it the way it's just so like almost casual you know like it's not like big over the top there wasn't a bunch of like you know dramatic music and like going blah 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 and like cutting around and stuff is just mm. I don't know, done very simply which I, I thought made it more effective yeah it actually begs an interesting question though he, he actually seeks her out where she lives and kills her out of revenge which is not a jason thing typically i, I don't think of jason yeah. like hunting people specifically down and that's michael myers that's that's the shape yeah. he, he hunts specific people down uh well it's in I, the sequels i mean maybe not so much in the original but yeah. Again, it's a weird thing where you know we're coming at it with this knowledge of all these later movies that's kind of like shaping the way we're looking at it. it yeah, it kind of shows that they hadn't quite nailed down like like obviously after this they decided more specifically what they wanted to do with Jason, but you kind of get the sense where it wasn't quite fully formed yet. Uh, but it works well in the context of its own movie. Um, mm. You get that he's pissed that you know she killed his mother, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, that's, that's a well done scene uh, yeah, I, I like the idea that um, like people are like yeah you shouldn't be opening a camp up here I know you're not quite in the same <laughs> camp but like seriously this is like too close for comfort which makes me yeah. wonder I can't remember I'm really curious when we get to 3 like are we back at Crystal Lake are we at this second camp again uh, I'm curious I'm curious there's a third camp <laughs> there's a third camp there's another it's, the, it's a camp district it's a camp district uh, actually I as we should mention actually at the end when we have the big jump scare of him jumping through the window and grabbing Alice we then cut to like the morning after and she's actually been taken into an ambulance and she's asking about you know the, the guy she's asking about oh, Steve how's Steve is, or not Steve Paul who's <laughs> Paul I don't know why I said Steve who's Steve there was a Steve in the first movie I think anyway so she's like oh is Paul is, is Paul okay blah blah and you don't really find out you get the sense that he's probably dead and she's been left alive for whatever reason maybe because she did pretend to be his mother and he still kind of has a weird thing where he thinks it's kind of her or something I don't know could be yeah. Um, it's funny though because this is the only movie that does that thing where she pretends to be the mother and it's become such a big thing in the video game that's like a big mechanic if you find the clothes and a female character puts them on you can stun Jason by like distracting him and pretending to be his mother so it's just kind of funny how it's only in this one movie but it's, it's become such a thing that people think of 
I would say they also do it in Freddy vs. Jason, kind of, but I, I guess those would be the only two. Um... Because Freddy takes oh. on the form of his mother. and Oh, that's true, yeah. That's a little bit different because it's all in his head and it's... True, yeah. Yeah, it's magical powers, but yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, so that's fair. Um, but I, I like that... Um, yeah, may, maybe not this exact scenario, but I do feel like it does kind of be... Maybe I'm just thinking of like another, like one other movie, but I do like that there's a thing where people like try to trick Jason. Like he's not hmm. a, a person that you defeat with blunt force. Like... You got to think of, you know, and admittedly, he's not the smartest guy, so it's not like over the top tricks, but, you know, there's stuff that you kind of have to do to throw him off his game. Yeah. At least, I, I can think of at least one other, uh, exam- one of the other movies that does it. I forget if it's more than that, but. Oh, we'll find out. We'll find out when we get there. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I I like two a lot. I I think characters are a bit more memorable. The horror is maybe some of the best that the entire series does. Uh, we should mention this is directed by Steve Miner, who also directs the third one. He directed Halloween H2O, which we talked about uh, a few oh, weeks ago. Okay. Uh, he also, I think he directed Lake Placid, which we might do one day. <laughs> okay. All big, right. Big crocodile movie. Can't, can't, <laughs> can't, can't beat it. Nothing wrong with a big giant croc. Oh. Uh, but no, uh, so... Anything else you want to talk about in the movie? Anything I've, I've glossed over or, or missed? Uh, Maybe a kill that you'll enjoy that I've not uh, brought up. I, I feel like we covered, uh, you know, covered most of it. Uh, I mean, again, I really enjoyed it, but it's, you know, again, it, it's not super, you know, deep that there's a lot of, a lot of different facets to talk about. Oh, yeah, about. I feel like that's going to be true uh, going forward. Um, <laughs> so I'm actually kind of amazed we, we went almost an hour in the first movie because I feel like there's even less than that one to talk about but I guess because it's the first one you're talking about setting up the franchise and you know what's here what's not well, this obviously adds the fact that Jason's the killer but we don't have the mask yet uh, his his actions are a little bit different from later movies um, what's funny though is I feel like 3 is more of a comedy movie compared to this one and it's the same director <laughs> which is really weird uh, but we'll, we'll get to that next month and we can talk about that so I, I guess that leaves us to uh, rate this one out of 10 so Tim how would you rate Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? Uh, you know what? I'm actually it's a little higher than I was expecting originally. But uh, again, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, you know, this is a lot better than I remembered." Um, maybe, maybe it's just been a while since I since I watched them. But uh, I think I'm going to give it a, a seven point five, which I, I think is pretty Ooh. decent. Um, you know, it's still not the uh, you know it doesn't reach the heights of the franchise that. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy it later on, but uh, I, I think pretty decent. And even if you're not a big fan of the, you know, Jason and stuff as a whole, I, I think it kind of stands out on its own. Where, you know, if you like slashers in general, I, I think it's a pretty good watch too. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think uh, how I rate the rest of the series. I I don't think any of them are like amazing films per se. I just like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to land even slightly lower than you. I'm going to see a seven, but I, I like it a lot. I think it's a great. I think it's a great Friday the 13th movie. Um, but it's the sort of thing where I, I think if you're someone who doesn't like slasher movies, it, it, this is not going to change your opinion on them. You're going to... Oh, sure, yeah. You, you're going to watch this and go think it's just as shit as any other slasher movie you don't like, but uh, I, I enjoy it a lot. So, uh, no, solid seven uh, for me out of ten. So, 
that, that's been Friday part two. So obviously we'll get to number three next month. Uh, we have another franchise film next week as well, another two, which makes sense because it's the month after October and we did a lot of originals last month, so we're doing a lot of twos this <laughs> month. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have one of those next week. So let us know what you think of Friday the 13th part two in the comments. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash TV. Obviously you can support us over there and support the show, the channel, all that stuff. Um, but... I'm specifically mentioning it as well here because uh, me and Tim just did an audio commentary track for The Room, which is not a horror film, <laughs> but uh, I feel like Tommy Wiseau would make a great horror movie. So you can check it out. It's in the oh, commentary yeah. tier, of course. Uh, the first commentaries from last month are free for everyone. Uh, this month going forward, of course, they're in the uh, the appropriate tier, but you can check out those uh, and do that. But um, yeah, so that, that's fun stuff. Um, I feel like I had one more thing I really wanted to mention. Oh, the the, the crypt. I want to again promote the crypt. <laughs> uh, also, a Patreon uh, thing you can get in the five dollar tier. You get to suggest movies uh, to go into a sort of we call it the crypt, but it's basically a to do list, and it's a list of movies that are user submitted that we will from time to time get one, pick one out, and do it. Um, we'll probably try and at least do one one a month uh, if, we, if we don't, and, or it might go into a vote on Patreon or something like that, uh, but it's kind of the idea that it's, there's an ongoing list there that people have submitted to and we can like, oh we don't have a, one plan for this week so let, let's pluck one from there let's, let's pluck a movie from from that list, so uh, check it out the list will be public for everyone right now the patrons can see the list that's been submitted um, but it will be public for everyone because uh, we're actually building a little website for uh, Mail Fuzz TV. It's not super in depth or advanced or anything like that. It's just a, a nice place where you can get links to everything that you need to get links to. Uh, and there is an audio feed for Screams After Midnight, which you can find on the iTunes and whatnot, should you desire mm-hmm. it. Um, but there you go. So that's, that's all my plugging done. Uh, so, so, Tim, say goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for watching and listening, guys. We always appreciate <laughs> it. Keep watching scary movies, and we'll see you next time.